0: Hello and welcome to another Engineers Without Borders Bristol podcast. My name is Conor McLachlan, and I have the pleasure of being President of EWP Bristol for 2014-15. This week I went on a two-day training course on monitoring, evaluation and learning put on by the Southwest International Development Network at role for the Soul Cafe in the city centre. I had the chance to sit down with Maureen O'Flynn, who is leading the training, to talk about some of the things we covered. Let's get to it. Hi Maureen, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Fantastic. Um, We've been having a really great day learning all about monitoring and evaluation. In your own words, what does monitoring and evaluation actually mean in international development?
1: Okay. um, Well, people very often say ME or MEL, monitoring, evaluation and learning, as though they're all one thing, but actually they've got quite distinct purposes. So monitoring is much more about collecting ongoing data so that you can do effective evaluations and then later on impact assessments um, so the key questions around monitoring about uh, checking on if things are going according to plan the key questions around evaluation are did we achieve what we set out to achieve and perhaps the key questions around impact assessment are so what we achieved, we achieved what we set out to achieve but it was at the right thing at the right time for the right people
0: So what are are the reasons that people and organisations are carrying out monitoring and evaluation?
1: Okay, well, there are a number of reasons. Um, Obviously, the first one that springs to mind is accountability to donors. Donors need to know that their money's been spent wisely. I'm very interested, and I think it's hugely important for organisations to learn to do better. We endlessly make the same mistakes, so it would be nice to learn to do better. We have a moral duty to be accountable to the people for whom we're working, so they need to be involved in the changes that we're hoping to make for and with them, so we need to be able to do that better. And then also you can use um, the results of evaluations and impact assessments very effectively for advocacy, so evidence that things do change as a result of, for example, policy implementation and regulation. So a number of reasons, really.
0: So the state of the industry at the moment and and how monitoring and evaluation is put into place, do you see any problems or challenges with that? Or if you see anywhere where it needs to change?
1: Yes, I think the the, the sort of imperative seems to be on proving success. And I think it's an understandable um, need that organisations have to prove to donors that they're doing well and possibly are cutting edge. But I think that that tends to skew the real answers and the real learning that you could get out of it in order to improve in the longer term so there is a bit of a move now towards uh, trying to understand and record f- failures and mistakes and make and build that into ongoing uh, plans and I think that's a good trend but it but there is a there is a tendency to just want to prove that you've done what you've done well
0: do you think that's a do you think that's a pressure that comes from from the donor community, or do you think some of that's internal just because it's easier?
1: I think it's a bit of both, and I think it's sometimes easier just to tick off rather than interrogate why things are successful or why they fail.
0: So within, within the context of monitoring and evaluation and, and impact assessment, um, if you could give one piece of advice to anyone who's looking to do an international project or is working with an organisation, what would that be?
1: I think plan it right from the start. Plan your what you're going to monitor, what you're going to evaluate, and how you'll conduct your impact assessment. So in today's language, it looks like you should really think about developing a theory of change so that you can actually use that as a blueprint to test your assumptions throughout the life of the project.
0: Great. And, and si- I suppose since we've just mentioned it, there's two tools which often get used, one being log frames, logical framework, and one being theory of change, quite complicated, but in maybe in 20 seconds could you sum up, I suppose, <laughs> what, what they are? It's a big ask.
1: I can stop coughing. The log frame tends to be a description of a series of activities and how they lead to outcomes. The theory of change is a, a bigger piece which um, uh, situates your project in the bigger picture of change and analyses how change happens and your role in the process.
0: Excellent. Thank you very much, Maureen. Okay. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Thanks. If you've enjoyed the podcast, we'd love to keep the conversation going. If you're on Twitter, we're at EWB underscore Bristol, and the training was hosted by at network. Visit our website at ewb-bristol.org to find out more. I've been Connor. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening.